We apologize for our absences. We did a name change and then we posted nothing. We're sorry. We apologize. We do. But welcome to episode 16? Episode 16. 16 of, to say the least, still your, you know, your favorite co-host in the entire world on Vile University. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we're going to play a game called We're Going Down the Trending Twitter Sports Spiral Hole. And that's what we're going to talk about. And the first thing on there, it's the draft that just happened. It's the draft pick that just got traded. It's the all the buzz on Twitter right now. And people are saying the Carolina Panthers got fleeced for it. Pretty much. They and got what? They got fleeced. Fleeced? For the number one, number one overall pick. And... To give you guys a little more perspective, the Chicago Bears just got the number nine pick in this year's draft, the number 61 pick in this year's draft, a first rounder in 2024, a second rounder in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore, who's always been pretty good. He's been pretty consistent without even really a great quarterback, too. No, and it was it's something that Chicago needed. It's something I had I had said for a while. I think I wasn't the only I'm not gonna claim that fame for telling the Chicago Bears to draft their draft number one overall because they have so many broken holes in their system and they need to make it they, this is what they needed. They got another weapon besides Chase Claypool. Yeah. They, I'm I'm interested to see how DJ Moore maybe skyrockets with Justin Fields yeah. as his quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade for sure, but they could also draft another wide receiver at the number 9 spot. Much needed. And it's a it's a possibly a guy that Fields has played with before. And that's Jackson Smith and Jigma who arguably had the best combine workout out of all the wide receivers and all of the basically all the offensive players. Ohio State guys. It was pretty why not it's I think it's a typical Joe Burrow Jamar Chase deal. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. The 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 teaming up on the teams last year going to NFL, Jackson Smith and Jigman is clearly the best wide receiver in this draft. The fact that I'm seeing anybody up there close to him is I mean, maybe Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, um, Jordan Addison, they're all right, but they're all late guys. Is that the receiver that skipped out on the playoff game for his draft? Which guy? The Ohio State wide receiver? Yes, Smith and Jigma. Interesting. And he showed that he was still up to T in the in the combine. Had the fastest, that's what he wanted. The fastest three-cone drill and the fastest shuttle in the combine. And why why mess with something you know it's going to work, you know? Very true. With your chemistry with Fields and Smith and Jigma. But in other news, now... Carolina has the number one overall pick, and I feel like there's three players that could really go number one right now. Let's hear them. I think it's either going to be Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or Will Anderson. If you're the Carolina Panthers, who are you going with? Well, it is very uh, tough to say because, you know, because all this controversy has been floating around, and they don't know if he's 5'10", 6'0". In the Alabama workout, he was 6'0". In the combine, he was 5'10". It's concerning. I saw a picture of uh, ESPN analyst Mia Kimes. Is that her name, yeah. I believe? And there's a picture of her and Bryce Young standing literally like shoulder to shoulder. Kind of probably lowered uh, oh, no. lowered his draft stock a no. little bit. Probably uh, it didn't, but it's just ironic. Comparing, let's go through the pros and cons of Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. All right? All right, let's do it. So we're going to go... Let's just start with the running ability. Who has the favor of that? 
from my experience and you know don't watch a ton of college football i would say probably bryce young is quicker on his feet we'll go from like we'll go from the feet up okay. and we'll evaluate everybody okay well i'm gonna take bryce young i will too speed but you i don't want to count out count out cj stroud's um running ability as well he said he wished he would have ran more in the in the season um he's a great passer excellent passer so we stayed with that but yeah i got bryce young with the speed he could be maybe comparison if to russell wilson if he puts on a few lbs and gets ready but he's still got the speed and i'm gonna give him credit on there yeah I'll give him credit too. Um, let's go with the upper body strength and arm path, or like arm strength. I'm gonna give Stroud arm strength I on am this too. one. Really simple. We saw him throw. Um, saw him throw a lot at the combine. He put some absolute dots on them. I don't think did Bryce, Bryce threw. Yes, he threw. He threw at the combine. I think C.J. Stroud with that strength and size bigger than Bryce Young. I think that definitely translates to, translates to the arm speed and the arm strength. So yeah. You've seen him throw throw some dots. Yeah, he's throwing some incredible dots, and that ha- that helps with his height too. His height is a big part of that. We talked about Bryce Young being five ten. CJ Stroud is, I think, six three. Yeah, definitely six, has six, the advantage one. on height. Definitely has the advantage and and weight. Um, who do you think's got the better IQ? I think that's pretty tough. Obviously, both play in amazing college football conferences and played in some very big games. Um, not that this necessarily translates to having a higher IQ, but Bryce Young has a natty, so I'm just going to go with Bryce Young. Okay. I mean, that could make sense. I see that. I think the IQ part is something all rookie quarterbacks deal with in making decisions because NFL versus college football is quite a bit different. Way faster game. Yeah, way faster game, and it's tough because I've seen C.J. Stroud make some throws that he shouldn't have. I still think he's underdeveloped in that area of IQ wise and there hasn't been exactly a great track record of Ohio State quarterbacks succeeding Justin Fields just breaking the ice tip on that very true and I think it's going to be something the Panthers can work through him I think the Panthers offense fits him well just looking at it from last year and seeing I mean, Baker Mayfield. I I I automatically think Stroud is better than Mayfield. Oh, for sure he is. Because yeah. they're both, regardless, going to be number one overall picks. Yeah. And I th- I think because Stroud just sticks his head down and just does his thing. Yeah, he does. He can easily do the things that Baker can, but but better. Yeah. I mean, yet to see his first season, but you know, all those rookie quarterbacks go through their little break in transition in the NFL, so. It'll be interesting to see what he does his first year. Draft coming up in 45 days, which will be super exciting. I think it'd be fun if we ha- if we did like a live stream of that'd the be, draft. That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that'd be cool. I was kind of um, tossing that idea back and forth of we could go on YouTube, you guys tune in to live, and we could just go from there and see a pick. Have just the first Instagram. round, of course. Yeah, that'd be Just really the first cool. round because I'm very involved in that because I'm a big football fan. Yeah. Here just up there as well moderate moderate i mean you, you talk a pretty big game for being moderate you got to when you're a podcast host yeah you that's to. true you gotta you gotta at least act like you know what you're talking about you gotta find you gotta find the clout you gotta see the clout you gotta just make some hot takes 100 like got you it. with brock purdy man yeah you got some shade thrown at you on our social media i did but <laughs> hey that just that's just part of the job man and i guess so hey 
media. Social media for you. Yeah, yeah, social media. All right, the next thing I'm looking at on Twitter is it's Justin Herbert's birthday today. Shout out, yeah, Justin Herbert. He's turning 25. Um, what have you seen from Herbert? What do you what if what are some of the top plays you've seen from him if you've watched Herbert? Because he's people are saying he's a social media quarterback, but I don't know. Well, from the plays that I've seen, obviously I don't watch a ton of Chargers games, but I've seen a <laughs> not the Jacksonville one. No. Anyways, oh. I've seen I've seen Jay Herb make a couple uh I think he's pretty good at being accurate when he when the pocket collapses. I think that's probably one of the things that impresses me. He stays me. in there. He's got the highest um QBR and percent and completion percentage yeah. when in uh, tight situations. Yeah. Obviously he's highly accurate and he's a great quarterback to have in fantasy football, which is really what I care about the most. So Yep. Jay Herb He's got my stamp of approval. He's good. I the play I really enjoyed that's sticking out to me is when it was a Giants it was a Giants Charger game. I was actually at this game. He goes, this man rolls out and puts a dot like a fifty five yard sixty dot to the end zone. It was so cool to watch. I feel like when I see highlights on Instagram, that's usually the thing that gets clipped is him rolling out of the pocket. Doesn't even matter if it's his left or his right side, and he him always. Looking down the field, seeing his man, and then just taking that one second to set up and just fire a dot before getting smacked by a lineman. Yeah, he's he's unreal. Um, but big shout out to the quarterback of the future. Twenty five, a lot more great years to come. I wish he had a ring, but we're not. I don't know who to blame that on. It's hard to blame that on anything. Just bl- blame it on the team that drafted him. No, that is not going to happen. Maybe our. Did you see that the the like the ratings came out from all the teams? Like it. It incorporated like health, um, fitness, nutrition. Oh, really? You see, you didn't see that? I didn't see that. Oh my gosh, the Chargers were dead last. We're like second Whoa. to dead last in over uh, all the overall ratings. Wow. And you know who also was thirty first? The Chargers were like twenty nine. I'm gonna guess you're probably gonna say the Niners. No, Kansas uh, City Chiefs. Wow. Yeah. So that doesn't always equal wins on the field, I guess. No, I guess not. But L is something to look at and see what they could be doing better. I mean, when your starting quarterback in the Super Bowl has to get six shots in his ankle just to be able to stand in the pocket in the second half, I guess uh, that has something to say for that. Uh, so, yeah, the NFLPA did player satisfaction report, guard, report cards. All right. This was a while back. This was This was the beginning of March, like a week ago. And I want would guess who the number one team is. Are they in a major market city? Not really. I'm just gonna the team that comes to my mind. I don't know why Minnesota Vikings. Yes, Are you dead serious? on. <laughs> yes, kid you not. It's dead on. This guy hadn't seen any of them, but yeah, it was the it was it was the Minnesota Vikings got graded number one. That's interesting. That's funny. I mean, I guess we don't really. Not that injuries always has to do with it, but I feel like a lot of their guys don't really get injured. Yeah, they always keep a lot of they keep a healthy lineup for the most part. Let's. Um, I'm gonna pick on you today. This is this. Um, since you haven't seen this, and maybe anybody else has seen this, um, I'm gonna. You're gonna guess the different coats. So the different um sections was treatment of treatment of families, nutrition, <laughs> weight room, strength staff, training room, training staff, and locker room. Okay. Who do you think has the best treatment of families? 49ers. No. Gosh. Cincinnati no. Bengals. Um, 49ers are at a B plus. Cincinnati. No. Jacksonville. No. Tampa Bay. No. You get one more guess. 
Green Bay Packers. Green Bay is a B plus as well. They mm. were fifth. Uh, number one is the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So props to the Jerry Cowboys Jones, for doing bro. it well. Good for him. How about? I guess. I mean, every the, these four. If you can guess one of the four teams with nutrition, no, one of the three. I'll give you the other one. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys got a pretty good rating on a lot of things, but three. One of these three teams who got an A in nutrition. Seattle Seahawks. No. Arizona Cardinals. No. One more. Give you one more guess. Chicago Bears. No. <laughs> I'm really thinking it's going to be the Chicago Bears, um, Packers, Eagles, Dolphins. Well, this is a tough one because it's not like, I don't know. I don't see the behind the scenes. They're all billion, billion you can dollar look franchises. At, you just, just look at the teams and just see, though, and you can just kind of guess it from there. Well, I mean, I threw the Minnesota Vikings out of the top of my head, and – I mean, nothing really suggests that they would be number one in all these categories. So the Chargers got a D minus in treatment of families. Well, that's tough. Safe to say, Jay Herb's not getting a birthday cake from the Chargers. You know, <laughs> did you know um, the worst graded team treatment of families? I'm gonna guess Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> no, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow, that's tough. That was that's tough. That's really tough. Nutrition. Oh my god. This gosh. is just surveyed from players How? in the league. Yeah, how is this even possible? These, oh my gosh, the Chargers are such a poverty franchise. This is man. just opinion, though. Is it the not? Chargers got an F. No, this they did like grades. They went the NFLPA did this. Yeah, but this is a survey based on players, right? Yeah. So then it's just their opinion. But they're on the team, so it's not really opinion. It's like it's see, it's how well they do. So, but it's, how, but how this the opinion question, stands strong? The question I have is how. I mean, unless you've played for other franchises. How do you know like how your franchise weighs in comparison to the rest of the 31 teams in the league? What do you mean? Say you've been with the Chargers your whole career, and you're like, oh, they treat my family horribly compared to the other teams. How would you know that? They fill them out. They gave like these little, you know how you felt these survey monkey things? Like, how's your satisfaction, 1, one through 10? Yeah. This well. was that. That was this. Any one of them. Gosh, the one thing the Chargers did get an A on, and I'm surprised at this. Is blowing big playoff no, leads. <laughs> is, is strength staff. Hey, what? They're looking swole, I guess. They are. No, they're looking injured. <laughs> That's true. Strength staff effects and nutrition, an F. F minus Cincinnati Bengals, too. That's sad. Well, I guess the only thing that owners care about is W's, and a lot of these aren't really adding up to teams yeah, I that guess so. won a lot of games. How about weight room? Uh, Dallas Cowboys. They had an a, They were one of the four teams with an A+. Nice. See, now you're getting the trend. Okay. Give me another one. For weight room? Yeah. Mm, what's a team that has a ton of just like really swole dudes? <laughs> 49ers. 49ers, no. Uh, no. Rams. Not the Rams. The Rams did have a good staff. Jeez, it's like you're allergic to the right answers. <laughs> uh, Bills right. were the best one. Okay, that makes sense. Strength staff, same same thing. See, my my idea was Aaron Donald, though. You know, he's always looking super massive. Yeah, maybe. How about how about the worst weight room? Miami Dolphins. They were the best. They Baltimore were the Ravens. Best. Um, no. 
Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Cardinals. I'm cutting you off after three. (laughs) Okay. Strength staff, it was A-plus through Eagles. Wow, there's a lot of good strength strength staffs out there. I mean, it's hard to find a good one. Jeez. The one F-minus. The Baltimore Ravens. I knew it. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like the Ravens don't. I don't know. I feel like the oh, Ravens don't keep classic. up with their with their facilities. It was there was only two bad letter grades, and F minus was the Baltimore Ravens, and then D minus was the Atlanta Falcons. I can see that. The rest. Oh, I don't know about Atlanta. I'd feel like Atlanta have some pretty good facilities. The rest was like B, B, A minus, A minus. They didn't want to throw shade at their strength staff. I find that very hard to believe. I mean, it makes sense. Well, that sense. just means they have the condition more, right? Yeah. Uh, training room, what do you think? Training room? First of all. Oh, 100%. First of all, 100%. I already know my answer. 100%. What? Definitely the the Rams. Uh, the Rams were not on here. Oh, that's I'll give you weird. a hint. Think about the think about your guess of the best over, overall team. 49ers? No. You literally said the get. Like, I, I said... What do you think? It, who Cowboys. Do you, who do you think has the best rated graded team around all this all, as a report card? I didn't say the Niners. I thought no, I did. You, it was the first guess you did. I don't remember how the Vikings. The Vikings. Oh, yes. oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot. <laughs> Where I, were you? I already forgot. I said that. My bad. Training room A plus. Miami Dolphins A plus. Chicago Bears A plus. Worst training room. Commanders. I like also could see that as well. I feel like it's at a Division three program over there. I feel like ever since the horrific revealing of uh, Sean Taylor's statue, I think oh. I think that kind of sets the tone for the franchise. That is not ideal. Yeah. Um, Cardinals and Chargers also. How do they have – this is what makes sense. The Chargers have an F-minus training room. How do they rate their strength staff in A-minus, but their training room F-minus? Are those different things? I mean, I think the strength staff is just their trainers, and I think the room is just the quality of the equipment that they use. I guess, okay, There's there was strength staff and training staff. So maybe the strength staff is okay. The training staff is a C-minus for the Chargers. I think the training staff is recovery. Yeah, so that may be why the injuries are so bad. And I'm I'm not surprised it's not, it's not at a D. Training staff... Rams A plus. There's a lot of A pluses, and one of them the Minnesota Vikings. I feel like the Rams would have an A plus, and all of the categories have to do with like facilities because SoFi Stadium is literally the yeah. brand new stadium. Yeah, they're remember they're not. It's not their stadium. They're renting it. Also very true. Yeah. Um, locker room. What do you think is the best one? I'm gonna go with the Rams because SoFi is brand new. No. Raiders. Yes. Thank you. I was like, think about the new stadiums that have been built and think about how much money they bring in. All right. Those are the two key factors into how you think about it. Yeah. So it's between Rams and Raiders. Vikings also another one up there. Locker room. Washington Commanders. It was bad. The worst? Yeah. Not an F minus. Wow. That's terrible. That is terrible. What do you think is the most important one out of all these categories i'll give you them again in case you've forgotten uh, treatment of families nutrition weight room strength staff training room training staff and locker room i would say the categories that have to do with training and recovery 
Okay. I would say those most are important. probably the most important for yeah. sure. I mean, morally, I'm looking at this for the treatment of families. Oh, Jeff. You know, it's just the voice it, of reason. Yeah. I don't. It's, it's just the fact that there are two F's up there to treatment of families and it's just not a good look for the Chargers to a D minus. I would say out of everything, that's probably the worst look out of all the categories. When you see that as yeah. an NFL team, I think that is the one that probably demoralizes you the most. Yeah. It's a trend though. I only see in these three, in the four F's, two, of, crazy two, of, them, two F's. of them playoff teams. Hmm. Playoffs can get intense. Yeah. Um, it can really. Um, who would you want to play for? Probably the Vikings. Nah, because the Vikings aren't no? gonna give me a ring, bro. If I'm a player, oh my gosh. If I'm a player right now, uh, I think I wanna. I think I wanna play for the Niners, bro. Especially if my name's Lamar freaking Jackson. Don't add to the quarterback controversy over there. There won't be a controversy if we get Lamar. Then that's game set. Match. All right, here's a, here's an eth- ethics question for you. Okay. All right. If you are a, would you rather be a Mike Trout of a player where you just get a massive paycheck, or would you want to take a pay cut and go to a team and try to win? Pay cut, hundred percent. Really? Why? Look at Shohei Otani. He's a dude that could have so much money from the Angels. Or whatever team, yeah. But the thing that he's weighing on his free agency decision is whether he's going to win. I don't think Shohei Otani is a good example because he's going to get both. He's going to go to a team that wants to win, and he's going to get a big bag. That's for also it. true. But you in that case, in that case, Mike Trout wasn't a good example either, though. Well, then, okay, that's true. But he already signed the contract. Yes, true. But also, like, he would get that much money anyway. Like, are you taking a bag? Or are you do you want to go to a team and take a pay? Do you want to go to a team that wins and take a pay cut? I want to take a pay cut and get a and get a ring. Why? Because that's at the end of the day, that's where your legacy is. If you're a player, is by how many wing, rings you win, not so much. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a business. That's true, but also like, if you're a, if you're a professional athlete, you're getting paid handsomely either way. What if you came from not? A, what if you came from like a lower class home and does that make a difference in anything i don't think it makes a difference i think when you listen to players talk about the regrets that they have in their career i think the one thing that weighs a lot of people down is if they didn't win a ring like think about look at Cole, i mean look at Corey seager look at look at all these guys on the look at jacob de they chose to get the bag and go to a crap team well why didn't fair, they go to another team well to be fair picking the rangers like they're they have a pretty good arsenal now so they're trying they, they they're trying to win though. well i mean when when cory seager went there also so did marcus simeon so at least those franchises are trying to get in the direction of winning but i understand what you're saying when you look at like ken griffey jr and when you look at like charles barkley in basketball when you look at players like that the one thing that you can say about them is they didn't win a ring. They have all the individual accolades you can imagine, but they didn't win a ring. And when you look at the GOAT conversation for any sport out there, it's basically weighed on how many rings they've won. So if I'm a player, I'm trying to get a ring and not make insane amount of money to be at a really crappy franchise for 10 years. Interesting. I The only argument I have with the – 
um, pay cut is I I'm on the side of I want I want the check, man. I want interesting. I want the check. Like okay. give me that give me that big con give me that hobby bias contract okay. like you go to the tigers and you're just you're their guy but there's no chance you could still get traded but you get you get the check the only reason i have the argument against that um you sh- you could take a pay cut and go to a team that wins is they already have a lot of money they really do all these guys are loaded with money I'll, most of their money doesn't come from contracts anyways. no no um the only reason is, yeah, they have a lot of money. They can, they want to take a paycheck and they want to take a pay cut and go through it, and they want to go to another team because they have a lot of money. They they can, but say you're not like that. It's a business at the end of the day. It is a business, but I think also, why do you play baseball or basketball or football in the first place or any sport? Is because of it's the competitive. The, yeah, it's the competitive factor, and it's because. You want to win. No one ever plays a sport. Honestly, if you speak to any athlete that cares, they'll tell you that the worst thing in the world is losing. Yeah. So, and like I said, if you listen to anyone talk, like literally I was listening to a podcast today with Jeremy Affelt and Buster Posey talking about winning championships so early in Buster's career and how so many guys don't even get one in the 20 plus years that they've played like these legends like Ken Griffey and among others. And like I said, that's the one knock that you have on them is that they didn't win a ring. And I think honestly, that is like the most impactful thing that you can have on a city or a franchise is if you won a championship or not. I mean, Ken Griffey's life doesn't sound too terrible. If he didn't, he didn't win a ring, right? Yeah. He didn't win a ring. Cause he was on the Mariners the entire time. Or he no, he played for the Reds too. Yeah. That was later on in his yeah. career. But his his life doesn't seem so terrible. All right, he's a he was a unanimous Hall of Famer, and he got the and he got a bag from Seattle. But what's the one thing he didn't do? I am ta- on honestly, if you want my honest opinion in Ken Griffey's situation, I would much rather be in the Hall of Fame than win a ring. That's also fair. Yeah, I mean, winning. I mean, you're in there. You could be. No one's gonna remember. I I barely remember who was on the 2015 Royals team that won it all. You know, yeah. everyone's going to know a Hall of Famer. That's very true. For at least in our recent time. That's very true. So that doesn't sound too terrible of a life. Like Albert Pujols. Did he win, did he win a ring? I don't think he did. Yeah. Yes, he Cardinals, did. He, yes, he did. In 2006 okay. and 2011. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Yeah. I think it's, I'm, I'm taking the, I'm taking the check and do what I can with that. Well, yes, I think the Hall of Fame and World Series ring is a different conversation as well too but uh in terms of a big a massive contract or a ring i'm gonna take the ring all right that's just me though all right sam let us know what you guys think thank you guys for tuning in for today's episode next week it'll be fun we'll probably do the same thing just go down the rabbit hole different theories constructions and all the above thank you guys so much for tuning in to say the least we'll see you guys later